Welcome to another episode of the Levity Floatcast. Today we sit down with personal trainer Becca Marshall, who opens up about her mental health and how she successfully manages it. So let's sit back, relax, and floatcast. You love ear sweat? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Ooh, we have some viewers. Yay. Excellent. We are live, and as Troy works through, make sure you kind of take your time and look and see how that's coming up to Troy. This what is, do you mean? Um, just through our chat. Like, are they all coming up in the same window? Um, well, no one said anything. I just said, hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. We are here with Becca Marshall. Becca, welcome to the Levity Flow Thank Cast. you. Excited to have you in. Um, fitness, obviously a passion of yours. Yes. How did that start? Good question. Um, that's a question I get a lot. It's like, how did you get into it? A lot of people got into fitness through like sports in high school. Yeah. For me, my grandpa was actually a bodybuilder. So in the, I don't want to get this wrong, like 30s, I think it was. I, I've one time I said like 60s. My mom was like, no, it was like thir- it was like 30s. So he was a bodybuilder when bodybuilding was first starting. So when most people weren't like now, everyone's sort of into fitness. Like right. everyone has a gym membership, even if you know it's not your whole life <laughs> every it's like it's like generally like you should be right. sort of into fitness it's in right now it's trendy right so i started my, my grandpa was a bodybuilder like i said my mom was very into fitness brought me into the gym when i was 12 mm. or maybe maybe 11 lied about my age so i could get in because i think you had to be like 14 or some, something crazy yeah. and i remember seeing the people in the gym and i was like i love that they can like come here and look the way they want to look and seeing the women with their muscles and just mm. the, you know, however long, 10 plus years ago. Um, I just thought that was so awesome. And so from there I got into cheerleading and gymnastics and then I tried cross country. So I, I'm not, I was never athletic. I wasn't like the girl that played soccer, basketball, Understood. softball. Yeah. And I actually am like, I never considered myself athletic at all. Like I would skip gym class. I took online gym in high school for the last year. Online? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I hated gym class. I hated changing. Let's talk about online gym class. What did that look like? Um, I'm not kidding. Like my high school probably should not have had that, but I was like, oh, anything to get out of gym. Like I didn't want to change in the middle of the day. Um, You like, you like logged on how you would they would say walk a mile and tell me how you felt and I'd be sitting on my couch and I'd be like good like I don't I I wouldn't do it <laughs> like meanwhile I'd be like actually working out hardcore at the time but I was just like I felt good my heart rate was and I would like just guess it was ridiculous so I, I never liked sports I never liked getting mm. put into situations where I had to like throw a ball or catch a ball or like do so, drills did you get hit in the face uh, yeah, I think I probably, I, I, who knows, I probably suppressed it. Like, I did <laughs> not like gym class. It's fair. Yeah, so I got into that. I, I got into working out. So when I joined cross country, I was by no means the best. I was, like, probably behind. I was probably, like, in the back of, the like, the running line. But I just loved the fitness aspect. So I'd be like, hey, can we do more conditioning and, like, lifting? And they'd be like, you don't need that for t- this week's race. And I'm like, but I, like, can I just do that? And they're like, Becca, you should probably work on, like, getting faster and I'm like I don't want to I want to just like be fit so that carried me into college where I really got into like lifting and fitness I dated a guy that was like a big meathead and that like just it it all just escalated um so yeah that's kind of like the story like I was never athletic just into fitness and now I'm getting athletic 
at the place I work at, they're like forcing me to learn drills and what's skills. your sport? What do you want to play if you like could just for fun? Oh my gosh! I hope you say kickball. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> I don't like any if, when someone's like, "Let's play kickball," and everyone's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Let me sit out." If it's like at an event where there's like beer, I'll have a beer instead. Like and sit. I don't want to play a sport. Um, do you just not find it fun? I don't find it fun at all. I think I get it from my mom. Are you not competitive? Not at all. Okay. No. Certain things, maybe. Like, if someone... <laughs> okay. If someone says lunch contest right now, yes. like if I bust out with you right now. What, okay, if I'm in a... This is how I describe it. If I'm in a room of people that are, like, really good at what we do, like, at my gym, at Shape, if they're like, oh, we're going to have, like, a squatting contest, I would just be like, okay, word, go do it. But, like, if we were in a room of people at, like, the mall and they were, like, squatting contest, I, I would do it because I know I probably would win. I only like competitions oh. if I would win. Oh, there <laughs> like, we go. Okay. That's how it okay. is. There we go. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I love the honesty. You know, it's. I don't know why I'm like this. I don't. It's okay. Mm. So when you were in college, and you almost, it sounds like you almost doubled down on your fitness. What did that look like? For sure. For sure. Um, so I would wake up at six and go to the gym. And I would like, when I started college, I would actually. Or I, w- I went to IUP. So I went Same. to IUP. For t- Wait, did you really? I did. Shout out to IUP. Oh, uh, yes. I, yeah. Then I graduated from Pitt. So I, I transferred to Pitt Understood. two years in. Yeah, for Understood. undergrad. I didn't like do masters or anything. But I started at IUP. And you know, remember the hub? The gym? Yeah. <laughs> All the meatheads. Like IUP oh. was a really big lifting school. Just because it's like, there's oh. nothing else to do. I feel Dude's like. Dudes just screaming. Oh my God. It was so screaming, pumping each other up, <laughs> pumping each right. other up, man. Like right. things that you would just like, what in the fuck is going <laughs> on here, Literally. boys? Like, That's so like annoying. are you guys okay? It's so annoying, but feel you. Yeah. So yeah, I would like go to the hub at 6am to avoid those guys. Cause I like, I didn't want to like be like stared at, but I also wanted to like get my lift in. So I would, I remember like walking through the snow mm. in boots and mm. bringing my bag with like my mm. sneakers and changing I was really committed and again I was dating a guy at the time he didn't go there but he was super into like bot like not bodybuilding but like lifting so he taught me a lot of good foundational things um and of course that motivated me um so yeah I just really doubled down on it I was really about it I didn't party at all I party more now I'm 24 out of college I party more now than I did in college yeah, I was just super into fitness. Like, well, it sounds like there's awesome. uh, even some of that. There's always like a bit of sacrifice of missing that party life. Oh, for because sure. Because when you are about that, like, okay, we have a bit of laugh about that at the hub, but there's a lot of serious people there that don't party the way that like everybody does at IUP. Do you have any good memories of IUP? Oh yeah, I. So when I was at IUP, it was I was on like a very different journey. I. So don't get me wrong, I made friends. What did you start as? What was your major there? And what did you um, graduate with? Yeah, my major was nutrition and dietetics. And okay. I, so I don't know if this says anything about like the college system, but I still am passionate about that. And I, ga- I gained so much from my classes in that than what I actually graduated from at Pitt. Like I remember Understood. those professors in those classes more than I remember like the classes like took at Pitt that I graduated from I don't know I'm just I didn't want to follow that journey when I went to Pitt because truthfully I just wanted to get out of college with a degree I just I was so sick of it Mm. I was like let me just get out of here so I became health services with project management at Pitt so I graduated Mm. with that but it was just because the dietetics program was like long and I just didn't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like being honest. I just didn't want to like, be in college anymore. I was like sick of it. I was starting to think it was a scam and I was just like, oh, like I don't like this and I have so many loans. What type of scam? So did you... Oh. This could be a conspiracy theory. I just feel like college <laughs> is a scam in a lot of ways. For, unless you're doing something super specific. Agreed. Like my sister's a PA. She's paying so much yeah. in loans, but she's using it and she's making great money. Right. You know? Well, I just wanted to share because at IUP, they're, they're speaking of letting go about 90 professors. Some wow. tenured where they are. That's why, I mean, it's Just because of the pandemic? Well, just finances. Just finances of not enough people wow. in there. So you sharing that, I mean, it's certainly what's happening now lends credibility to that of like how much college is like maybe it wouldn't be so expensive for everybody if we didn't have to pay that huge overhead to those professors where there's two people in the program it's crazy so yeah frustration felt it it is it is i mean i'm so glad i'm not in college right now with like the pandemic that would be terrible so much like Mm. freedom lost but that's another story. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I really loved nutrition. My, my memory at IUP, to go back to that, like I was in, really involved with churches there. This one church specifically called Divine Destiny Ministries and such a different journey. Not that I'm not going to church now, but it, I was like going to Bible studies and like oh. church, like in like, like I wasn't, I was at IUP. I usually party. Like I wasn't partying. I was just did going to church. Did you grow up religious? I or? did, yeah. I grew up a Christian and I always have been But then when I got to IUP, I was just on this like really intense spiritual journey where I just like, I became like abstinent. I had spiritual counselors, um, which is very hard to do at like a party school where you have just (laughs) temptation, like drugs, sex, everything around you. Everywhere. Everywhere. And I, um, which never really goes away, you know, you just learn to push it away. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, my friends that I was around were pretty good. Like they weren't, they were they weren't like partiers, but they, they would do, they would party a little bit. But with that being said, like usually when I go somewhere, I'm pretty outgoing. I make a lot of friends. A lot of people that went to IUP, they're like, I didn't know you went there. Cause I just wasn't out and about <laughs> in the scene. Like I am like most of the time in my life. So they're like, oh, I didn't know you went to IUP. I didn't know you. And I was like, cause I didn't go out. I there. didn't know you. There's like 20,000 <laughs> people that you. I didn't know you. You right? didn't need oh to know gosh, me. <laughs> right? Like we I didn't both know both graduated there and I didn't even know I you. I didn't even know you. Oh. Like there were so many. There. We even knew the hub. So <laughs> right? if you kind of wanted to get out of school but you were studying like, what was it? Diet. Dietetics. Dietetics. You were always into working out, but how did you become a personal trainer then? Oh yeah. So Okay, so I, I graduated from college. Well, no, before I graduated college. So while I was at Pitt, I found, I worked at Lululemon. I think that should, that's where it should start. Lululemon opened a lot of doors for me. And I don't know if you guys know anything about their, like, working there. I know okay. nothing. <laughs> okay, so, Troy, basically, when you work there, they're like, all right, so you're an employee here, but we care about your long-term goals like even if it's not with us so they'll like make you do like a vision board and they give you a cards at least they used to um debit cards that load every month that they're called like your health benefits but it's for workout classes mm-hmm. like around the city and like that yoga studio right there like I could go there and do a drop-in with my Lulu card mm-hmm. and it, it gets the tax it gets a little bit taxed off your paycheck but for the most part it's just free so with that being said, I started like going to all these workout classes cause they like required us to, yeah. it was really, so it's cool looking back. So I would go to like shape where I work now. That was one of the gyms I used to go to. I would go to amazing yoga. I went to a bunch of studios in Pittsburgh and then I started going to this new one called elevate. Mm. And at this point, my social media presence was like small, but like, I don't know, it grew all organically. I never grew it. Like I never tried to grow it. 
Um, and it, I had probably like four or 5,000 followers. And so I had friends in the city that were like, hey, come to the studio, come to this. And mm. I, at the time, didn't realize that like, I was starting to build a tiny bit of a fitness presence, even without being a, an instructor yet. But I was starting to do just like posting stuff. And um, I went to Elevate. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a Versa yeah. climbing studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really cool. Went there like the first month they opened. And the one guy that worked there was like, hey, you should be an instructor here. Or I think I made a joke about like, can I get a free class? Which was like kind of like <laughs> being an asshole. Now that I think about it, like, can I get a free class? He was like, yeah. Shot. Yeah, I was like, why not try? He was like, well, yeah, come to training tomorrow if you want to be an instructor and get free classes all the time. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I went the next day, became an instructor there, and that was my first instructing job. It was super, like, random, and I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. So I started there, and that, I mean, skyrocketed everything else. So then I got my um, – I started going to 3-Minute Fitness in Southside, and they were like, you just need a boot camp certification to work here. And I was like, word. And so I got that. <laughs> so, like, I just, like, kept just doing things. Like, it was, like, building. And then I realized I wanted a personal train because – you can make way more money doing it. Mm -hmm. So I studied and got that last year. And that's sort of how, that's how I became a personal trainer. And now at shape, I'm really pun intended shaping my personal trainer, like career. I just feel like I have so much more value as a trainer being there. Yeah, I'm awesome. grow Like I looked at them and I was like, I'd never work at shape. They'd never want me. Like that's how, that's how like much I look at them with so much respect. And now I'm like, okay, no, I am. I'm a great trainer, but I used right to on. not know that. Know my worth. Well, it takes some reps. Yeah. It takes experience. Right. And then reps. You, you reps. <laughs> it does. It takes reps. Yeah. Um, yeah you got to figure it out. That That's one of the interesting things of having your arms around the physical side of things, working with people, um, personal training, always keeping care of them physically. How many of them do you see kind of suffer from anxiety or the mental health side of things? Like my clients or the trainers? Just in general, in oh. general in the fitness industry. Oh, um, I would say, honestly, like we all do. Mm. I, I think, I mean, I know I'm pretty open about my mental health and anxiety. And mm. I think, I think everyone does, honestly, but I think at least right now in the industry and in, on social media, it's it's more accepted to be open about it mm. and to be vulnerable about it. Um, and at the gym, I mean, you do see a lot of tough guys and even tough girls that don't want to admit they have mental weakness or mental illness. Mm. And so they like work out to get rid of it. And I won't lie, like some days if my anxiety is unbearable, going to the gym is the only thing that makes me feel sane in that moment. Like in the moment, I'm like, like hurting my body kind of because you're kind of hurting it physically tearing the muscles whatever and um that's the only time I feel sane during those days with anxiety how do you manage on then daily like when you feel as though what was that, that? Was serious that, that was a spring <laughs> sounded like a like a gong, a gong went yeah. off me too that's why I didn't know it's like is this part of it <laughs> it's uh how do you manage your mental health regularly then for you what works yeah um well, I go to therapy, cognitive therapy. So I, it's now on Zoom because of COVID, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a regular therapist. And then at one point when I moved to the city, and I don't know like what, I think it was me moving on my own out of my parents' house, which I had before lived on my own, but it was like moving back out on my own. Mm. I started getting severe anxiety like to the point where I'd wake up and just be shaking mm -hmm. and I was like what's going on because I'm very in touch with my body and like I know how I feel like 
you hear those stories this is a side note you hear those stories of women being pregnant and they find out when they're eight months and they're like oh my god I'm, I'm having a baby I'm like how does that happen I would know instantly if I like felt a little weird during my cycle like you know what I mean I'm so in touch with my body that I'm like what is going on whereas some people would just brush it off I don't know I'm having anxiety but I was like something is like physically wrong <laughs> so I finally my therapist recommended it and I and it's been it's been six years since I ever was but I finally got on medicine mm -hmm. so that's how I've been dealing with mm -hmm. it I got on medicine had to you know it's not just you wake up you take it and you're like I'm cured right. you have to go through like a yeah. few hard weeks for me it was about a month it was like tough like at mm -hmm. first it was like you bottom out with the depression and anxiety mm. and then it comes back and then finally you feel normal finally I'm regulated on it right. I like wasn't eating a lot for like a month and mm. I, I don't like that. I don't like feeling like I don't know what's going on with my body. Um, but I knew that was like the best step for me with everything I was feeling. So I'm on medicine, um, an SSRI. I'm on, I have cognitive therapy and working out is, is like so helpful for me. Right the on. physical yeah. aspect just, it, it like, it just like really, it's a remedy. It helps me so much. Well, well that's what like, I'm fascinated. I'm really anxious to get you in the tank as somebody Maybe. that is like, in so in tune with I knew looking at your page and your feed in tune with fitness and it was like well you know of course but to hear how well in tune you are with your mental health and to be able to like clear that browser we were just chatting before you came in Troy just had a float that he was sharing a bit about can you share that with us yeah it was uh probably like my most exceptional one um it felt like it was only like 20 minutes and like I was seeing things well, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I saw my face from a side profile, and like I was looking in my own eyes. It was. Oh my uh, god, I'm scared. Pretty interesting. <laughs> okay, I'm excited though. But I mean, you may not take it that far. But I mean, besides my float, I have a, a question. Um, what is your training philosophy? Because I know like mm. a lot of people do different things. Like I'm very into body weight training. I'm like mm -hmm. trying to be able to like full planche, cool. handstand, push up. I just started doing like pull ups with like a weighted vest and oh, things. That's like, awesome. How, like what is your philosophy and how do you approach it? Well, I mean, I'm all about that. That's really really cool because I think like are like people that say I don't have a gym membership I can't work out it's like bullshit yes you can yeah. you have your body and that's you can do so much try doing 100 push-ups and people are like I can't do one so it's like boom there you go um so I think being able to be strong with your just your body weight is so powerful um I got stronger in the gym with weights and then I realized I could do push-ups so like mm. it's weird it's crazy like I started getting skills like pull-ups and push-ups from my weight training so I mean <clears throat> that was just how I I went about it and so my method is doing everything so one thing that um i think everyone should have is body weight training and plyometrics if possible if you're able to jump if you're joining stone Explain, uh, plyometrics for those who don't know oh yeah yeah so jumping um doing doing workouts that involve power moves so hopping jumping just powerful movements off of the ground um with your body weight jump like jumping vertically jumping um vertically and horizontally so long jumping and high jumping so different moves like that will help build the muscle tissue and just make you stronger overall and then weight training I think is very important because it helps just it helps with bone density for women and we lose bone density faster than men um so osteoporosis things like that it can help you avoid a lot of things like that um stability training is what you're saying the body weight that's gonna help you so much I was telling my one client today she's I think like 45 and has never worked out in her life until like 
me until she starts training with mm. me at shape mm. and she was saying how she slipped and fell on friday with like her dog or something and i Gosh. was like right i was like one thing that weight training and all of this does yeah you're, you come you came here to get fit and to feel better and to look good but you're gonna like you're less likely to slip on ice this winter yeah. and fall when you're stronger the stability yeah and i love and i like it's like nerdy but i think it's just so cool that that's something that i gain from from working out every day well, yeah. is safety in my everyday life well, feel some control over yes. your body like mm -hmm. that's one reason why body weight training is so cool to me because yeah. like i don't know if i was running away and i had to jump on a fire escape and i could exactly muscle up, up, yeah like. exactly muscle ups i can't do those but I'm so close <laughs> yeah, really so close. it's cool that you're practicing those skills because it's it's Something that if you do keep practicing, it's cool to see the progress, like yeah. pull-ups and, and muscle-ups and stuff. Well, I had like a weird time where like, I, not a weird time, but I was vegan for four years and then I started eating meat again and totally like redid my workout plan oh, wow. and diet. And so like, I've been on a bulk. I'm like 200 pounds now, which is like a 25 pound gain for me. Wow. And I've been doing um, pull-ups now with like a 25 pound weight vest. That's so awesome. So I imagine when I take it off, I was peaking at like 15 before... Now I'm probably closer to maybe like 30. Oh, I bet. I yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's really, really great. And do you feel like you're getting stronger with the meat diet? Yeah, it's the biggest thing for me was it was like making me bloat. And I was just like really, the really vegetarian, the vegan. vegan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now my stomach is normal, which is Good. just a blessing. Wow, that's crazy. And most people would think being vegan would help digestive issues. Yeah, especially with all the fiber. So as far as like getting stronger, I think the biggest thing was because my stomach was so messed up, which kind of affected my training. Everything. Um, I think that I, I was plateauing. So like I said, I couldn't get past 15 pull-ups, even though I was doing them like almost every day, which wow. is another issue. Um, so now I feel like I'm just surpassing all my plateaus. Oh, cool. Well, interesting. That it's cool that you changed back to a carnivore diet. Yeah, it was a little weird at first, but or um, I guess that's omnivore. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, omnivore. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> carnivore. The carnivore diet I don't recommend. I actually people do that. I think like extremes are just extremes yeah. are all. That's my opinion on everything extreme in the diet, like keto, any of it. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. Thank you for saying that on keto. Oh my God. I, mm. Mm, I don't know. That's a whole other topic to talk about. I just think extreme anything, unless it's health, health issue related is not necessary. You don't need to restrict yourself. When keto came up, you just made a noise and we bypassed I was like, it. Mm, <laughs> that was not an audible it. word. It was just a... Mm. I'm not even going to go there. Like, that's a whole different podcast. That's, 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 I mean, it's awesome the things you're doing. I mean, even just giving somebody that confidence that they can go out for a walk. Like I said, that woman that slipped and fall, now all of a sudden this winter, she has the confidence to go out and take yes. a stroll. Mm -hmm. um, so before we get you in the tank, what questions do you have? Well... <laughs> That is all the important peaceful. moments. Yes. Um, so my one client actually comes here like religiously. So she always talks. I actually texted her before I came because I was like, oh. what the heck? Like, Who I'm is nervous. It? Her name's Kristen. Oh, shout out. Shout Kristen out. Glass. I don't know if she's listening to this, but she's like one of my best friends too. Like we become really, really like friends. Kristen. I know exactly. You know, you know her. Yes, yeah. I do. She, um, she has a wonderful golden retriever, right? Freya. So there's the love, pass. love, love that right dog. On. That dog, like her and the dog greet me every time I come to their house because I train her at her house. 
She's yeah, she's wonderful. She's just a good soul. So Absolutely. what did you ask her? What did she share? Or if you have any crazy <laughs> questions, like yeah. feel free. Well, I was texting Troy and I was like, I was scrambling. I was like, Troy, I look like a scrub today. I didn't get it ready. I didn't I forgot I was gonna be on camera. Like, I'm sorry. Which I'm you just don't, gonna mess. By the way. Well, thank you. Um and I he was like, Yeah, usually look you float naked. And I texted her, I was like, You float naked? <laughs> like I was like, I was just I just wanna ask. I know Troy wouldn't lie, but I was just like, What? She's like, Yeah, Becca, it's fine. You're not gonna be like yeah. I forget what she said. She was like, it's totally clean. I was like, that wasn't what I was worried about. I was more worried about like, what do you mean I'm naked? But So the water is actually warm to the outside temperature of your skin. So it's skin receptor neutral. So like, um, I'll walk you through and kind of give you our onboarding as if you're a regular guest. And then, uh, but after a few minutes of laying in the water, it's skin receptor neutral. So you can't tell where the water starts and the skin stops. You really feel like you're floating. Whoa. It's just a sensation that like, you wouldn't feel with swimwear fl- sloshing about. We got a real small population that do float with trunks, and they feel great. Okay. But it's like eh. someone that's in tune with their body. It feels very freeing to be just. Right. I on. figured. No, when right I looked, on. I googled it. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were really that. I, like, I mean, I was just like. <laughs> she she invalidated Troy's. I'm sorry. She went to her friend Kristen. Kristen was like, "No, girl, it's good. Just get in there. It's clean." And she was like, "Fuck it. I'm still going three deep on Google." <laughs> I like just. I don't know. I was like, I just. I really see that wanna, persistence. I just want to see get why. It. Right? I get it. I know. I, I, yeah. Well, actually, this is funny. Most people probably wouldn't share this. I, the psychiatrist I talked to that prescribes me my medicine, he did diagnose me with OCD, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Embracing it, but he he was like so. And I used to be a hypochondriac and like go to the doctor all the time. And I'd have like all these different specialists in college. And I'm like, I don't do that anymore. Like actually now if I have like an ache or a pain, I don't even freak out. I just like figure it out and I, I don't worry about it. He's like, but do you internet search? I was like... He's like, I think that's your new doctor visit. He's like, do you internet search? I said, actually, I internet search certain ailments I have until I know actually every answer that's on Google, but I still look it up. He's like, yeah, we're going to need to stop that. Like, that's Mm. part of your OCD. I was like, (laughs) well, okay. (laughs) That's helpful to know because going in, you have a fast racing mind and what you'll have. I drink coffee too at like 4 p.m. Is you'll have some bit of what like. (laughs) I know, I don't know. yeah i don't know why i did that uh because i was getting my nails done and my friend was coming and i was like we should get coffee i don't know Fair. probably not a good idea you'll have a bit no of hamster wheeling so oh, just geez. breathe through it okay some like really centered. will i like freak out in there no i mean we've been... i can like open it if i want like no yeah, i yeah. know that right okay you can uh i mean this is our sixth year we've had over twenty thousand people knock on wood no freak outs but that's that's because like you can open the door at any time. You can close it when you're ready. Okay. If you want to step out, you can step out. You're in complete control. And that's what makes our tank super nice. Okay. Um, but if you're ready, that's what ooh, we forgot to ask. On a scale of 1 to 10, what is your stress level today? 1 to 10. And 1's not stressed and 10's really stressed. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, in terms of stress, I'm going to give it like a three or four. Like I'm not stressed. Right on. In terms of like a little hyper because of the coffee, probably like seven, right six, on. seven. All right. Just breathe. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Just breathe. You'll be okay. Okay. At least I'm not stressed. Right on. I think that would be worse. Well, it's really good when you are stressed, but it'll be good no matter what. I'm anxious, so it's fine. <laughs> like <I'm> a, little, <laughs> a little anxiety sprinkled in school. Sweet. We'll be right back. Becca just got in the flow tank to enjoy her 60-minute session. Thank you all for listening. Now let's drop back in and hear how her experience went. So we're back. We're back. How do you yeah. feel? I feel much calmer, I will say. 
still trying to take everything in. Um, just, I feel like I, I was free, kind of freaking out in the beginning yeah. a little bit. I was yeah. just kind of like, oh no, I'm not going to last the full hour. And I guess I technically didn't because I, I mean, I lasted like probably 50 minutes. I think yeah. I just got a little water in my eye and then it just, so it kind of like cycled from there, not yeah. cycled. It kind of like domino effect from there. I was just like, okay, it's in my eye, it burns. And then I wiped it off and then it was like burning more and then it got in my mouth and it was like, Ugh. Uh, then I was like, okay, I, I don't think I can do this. But when it, when I first started, it was like, oh boy, uh, this is like a little scary. Mm -hmm. And I get anxiety on planes and, and things where I know I'm not in control. And I was like, the feeling of like releasing control was a little bit scary, right on. Mm -hmm. but I knew like the more you do this, the more like you'll, you'll feel like part of this environment. And I did. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it was definitely relaxing because you're like on the verge of almost sleeping, but you're not like, I don't think I could sleep in there. Not a yeah. lot of people I don't think do. people, yeah. Uh, some people look at it as they'll come in and do a lot of people sleep or almost look towards sleep. And it's not a lot of people that do. And some people almost see that as a goal when they come in and say that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But you're right. You're really teetering there. And that's sleep stage one, that restorative of the mind and body that, Definitely. What did you do to help keep you grounded? Or like, Great grounded question. may not be the word, but you know what I mean, like That's stay centered. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, that was what I was trying to think about the whole time was like, how am I going to stay in this position and just like not nervous mm -hmm. and anxious? Um, and I think the breathing, but I did notice that I was doing that box breathing like not the whole time like I would be like <laughs> like at one point and be like wait I haven't done that in like 10 minutes oh my god and when's like, the last time I breathe yeah when's the last time I breathe oh my god and then so that I, I would like try to breathe and then I would kind of get back to it um and then just kind of that feeling of when my neck would feel relaxed it would it would help me feel feel grounded because I, I noticed in the beginning, I was like, whoa, like, wait, where does my head go? Like, I don't know if that happens to a lot of people, but when I got in, I was like, oh my God, is my head just going to snap back and my whole face is going to go under? Like, I just <laughs> mm -hmm. kind of didn't know. Like, I was mm -hmm. felt so weird when I, when I first got in. Yeah. Um, and I do have like chronic neck tension from uh, probably stress, but right lifting. And I, I do a lot of neck exercises before I lift now because it was like, chiropractor it was like an emergency chiropractor visit every two weeks and it was like getting wow. so weird i was like this is not normal um and it's weird to be that buoyant too you know you don't yes. like if you get in a pool of water you don't float like that no you know? i was mm. expecting to in the beginning my neck was hurting actually more i think because i was letting it like letting it go um so for a while i was actually i don't know if anyone does mm -hmm. this i had my hands behind my head my head because i was letting it rest on my hands yeah. but then once I finally let go and kept my arms up which was probably the most comfortable position mm -hmm. um I was like whoa I really am like weightless I can't feel anything because I'm not touching my body at all at any point yeah. um when I was touching my head it was a little less sure you know same with so. like swimwear as we were talking before oh yeah like <laughs> that's sure. how you would know like right on yeah yeah or like i would go like this and be like okay i'm like still here <laughs> like i would like feel my didn't phase out yeah yeah exactly like all right then that's the thing i think i need to get comfortable with that i would like to get more comfortable with that feeling of okay i'm i'm a little bit 
not here, but I'm okay with it. And mm. and that's, I think meditation and I'm, I need to get better. I would like to get better with that. Yeah. I mean, it's so tough in today's age. There's so many things that grab our attention or try to move us to stay focused and meditate on something like good luck. But when you get in the tank and everything is like, one of the previous guests described it really well. It's like going down the highway and then all of a sudden you just pull the e-brake on distractions. You're going to skid a little bit but when they will finally come to a stop and let your mind rest. Um, so yeah, I mean, but it's definitely a skill to work on. Yeah, definitely a skill. Something I, I like to ask everyone and, you mm. know, share as much as you're comfortable with, but were you able to work through or deal with like any like trauma or like more critical issue? I was thinking about that. I was, I mean, because something you said right before I got in, like talking about maybe not being the best trainer and you're like, I'm going to say like, fuck yeah, I'm a great trainer. I was like, I think because we talked about it, I was trying, I was not even trying, I wasn't trying anything to think about anything, but I was thinking about that a little bit and thinking, thinking what am I, what's coming to mind right now in Mm. general. And I think first a lot of it was like what am I doing what am I eating for dinner what am I doing this weekend and like (laughs) oh my god I just got my nails done and I was thinking I haven't had them this long in a while and it's gonna be hard to take my contacts out like I was starting to get stressed about Mm -hmm. things like I do like with OCD and and Mm -hmm. stuff and and lo and behold I did try to take them out and I don't know how I'm gonna do this my roommate might have to do it for me so like I'm I'm like still kind of thinking about it that's like how my brain the obsessive thoughts like happen um so yeah I was definitely working through like very mundane things very um like like what's what am I trying to say things coming up um but then it definitely got to the point of wow I first it was I can't I can't sit still I can't be alone with myself Mm. and I knew that going in that's why I had anxiety Mm. um and then it got to the point where I was like well here I am I'm doing it just like on a plane once I have the Mm. initial panic Mm. I'm on this damn plane I can't get off (laughs) like that's kind of how it felt but but it's acceptance so I started to feel that during that during my time in there the acceptance of I'm on this plane and I'm not going to get off and I'm okay with it. And I'm, wow, I'm, I'm conquering the fear and I, I just, I'm just here and I did it. And it's, I'm like safe with my body. Mm. I think that's where one thing I started to feel. And I'm sure Mm. the more I do this, the more I'm going to have, like you were saying yours, yours today was really enriching. Like, I think the more I might have experiences like that. Yeah. Well, a large part of that too is that letting go. It is such a difficult thing. So difficult. I mean, to just kind of, uh, let go of that tether i mean how did mm-hmm. you feel when the music went out oh my gosh well i think i spent too long in the beginning so the music hardly had a chance for me to go out because i got in and i didn't put the ear the ear um why can't i find my words today? Earplugs. earplugs i'm with you we're here oh am i i mean i must have really been like um i couldn't find or i didn't put the earplugs in so i was like whoa my ears are underwater i have to go put them in so my ears were already wet and then i put them in so that the initial like hurdles i was like there were like distractions in the beginning like a lot of them which inevitably smoothed out i knew they would but i was like this didn't start the way i wanted it to (laughs) so when the music went out i was just like all right here we are this is like kind of uncomfortable yeah (laughs) this is a little bit like oh boy yeah i'm sorry oh i I definitely want to say um kudos to you for admitting that you mm. can't really be alone with yourself mm. or I don't want to like label it and say oh, like as sure. a whole but no, like at least sure. saying it now because I don't think people realize that they can't be alone with themselves 
And I think it takes a lot to say that. Thank you. Yeah, I've I've accepted, not accepted, but I've known that for mm. a while. And that's why sometimes even, you know, even therapists, oh, you work out when you're stressed. Good job. That's great. I'm like, no, like sometimes that's not good. And and I will even like tell therapists like that try to oh, tell God. me like, good job. I'm like, no, like, thanks. I know like that's healthy, but no, I should just sit and meditate. But I sometimes can't and I go, go work out and they're like, that's good. I'm like. I mean, not all therapists say that, but like my old yeah. one used to say that and I'd be like, no, like it's like, like I'm doing it too much. Like I'm not spending time alone. Mm. So that's something, um, I did, I did an event with Headspace. Was it last year? Oh, very cool. Yeah. So yeah. they, and it was from like a social media thing, but they reached out to me, but in turn from that whole event and me being a part of it, I got the app for free. I was using it. I had to meditate a little bit and I was like, wow, this actually benefited me more than just like a collaboration where I got paid. Right. It was like, wow, now I'm learning that this is actually really hard and I would love to do this more. So yeah, because I can't, it's hard for me to like sit there and stop. But I know when I do, you hit that point of like, it smooths out and you're like, oh, this is like what I need to do. Like to be, yeah. I think I need to do this more. Even just that digital detox. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all just so inundated with notifications buzzes dings and to step away for an hour and to be alone with your thoughts it's just like a skill like any other wellness practice when guests ask about it it's like if you would go to the gym once and be like "Ah, i went to the gym i'm done i'm good i'm covered (laughs) right that'd be the same way of like well i floated once yeah that mental workout that you get in there and to clear your head space and be able to do some work in there it's like i mean leveling up Wow. I, that's a, a great way to put it. I just had a thought come to mind, like doing a workout for an hour is way less scary than that. Like I would do that in an instant. <laughs> that's like, now I see why people that I, yeah. I train are like, Oh my God, I didn't want to come today. Oh, uh, and I'm like, well, I get that too. Cause I get not being motivated some days, but like I doing a workout an hour piece of cake for me like okay mm. i'll go do it that it's was your norm fucking hard like <laughs> i like doing that again i'm gonna be like hyping it in my head like mentally preparing like that was really hard for me so yeah that was it was definitely like it was definitely something that it takes discipline and and to practice and mm. yeah right on could you see it fitting into your life though especially oh as, like, absolutely a- Awesome. Oh, Would you God. like recommend it to uh, clients and like people within the fitness For community? Sure. Yes. Um, one thing that I didn't get into before, I was going to say something about how you, you asked me my, my scope or not scope of practice, but my, what philosophy. I, my philosophy. And I was going to say one part that I don't do enough is yoga and, and well, yeah, everything combined yoga, stretching, meditation, um, stillness. And I, I think it's crucial. I don't do it every week and I'm going to try to start. My roommate's a yoga instructor. Like I, sh- I should, I have no excuse. Like I should go to her classes or who I'm definitely, I have no excuse. And we have like five yoga mats sitting in like our, in like the front of our house. But yeah, I don't do it enough. And that is something mm. I think is not just like you should, it's crucial. You need to do it. You need to stretch and also discipline your mind. This is something that not only for recovery, but also mental toughness and skill. Mm. And maybe someone that comes here will come go to their workout the next day with more like vigor for, for the workout because they're like, oh, wow, I did that. I can do this. And mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Like tomorrow, I feel like I'm going to feel like that. So 
You're going to have an awesome night's sleep, too. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow in the gym? It's my hit day tomorrow. Um, oh, nice, nice. Mine is uh, we program Mondays and Wednesdays, the new trainers at Shape. We all get together. It's every Monday, Wednesday from 1230 to about 1230 to 1. We sit in this room with a whiteboard and like all like six of us with our two kind of like leaders, They we program based off of the phase of training we're in. So it's a very educated mm. um education gym it's more so than just like let's go like move so we we definitely plan and program everything out and then as new trainers we make this plan of the workout for that day and then we all get together we warm up together we do the workout together Very cool. like but whether it's barbell squats bench press and then we have like accessory movements it's all very very like planned out um so it's always a very challenging workout exhausting but it's like as a group so but we all check in with each other. Like, right like today, someone came up to me and were like, was like, "Were you okay? Are you okay? Yesterday, you just seemed really like tired or something during that workout." And I was like, "Honestly, I was tired." But sometimes <laughs> it is like anxiety, and I'm like, "Thanks for checking in." But so it's it's we're, we do really really tough workouts Mondays and Wednesdays. So I'm gonna have one tomorrow. So is it like full body, or you pick a muscle group? So right now we're in this phase of training called Evolve, and it's hypertrophy. So Ooh. basically, yeah. Explain hypertrophy to people. Y- you what? Oh, explain, explain it because like people oh don't. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. It's um, a big word. I mean, you know, it means a simple thing, but yeah, hypertrophy. You want to do it's it's moderate, like moderate to more reps of higher weights, and you can go down in reps and up in weight. So, for example, a set of um, squats, doing ten to start, and doing that at like a, a a challenging very challenging weight and and almost your max at 10 and then you go down to eight but you definitely increase your weight and then you go down to six and you increase your weight so it gets heavier that's i mean that's like a very like fast um definition of hypertrophy but wouldn't you just say muscle building i mean yeah I'm actually, yeah i've never that, heard that, it yeah yeah as- muscle building for sure it, it hypertrophy is the phase where you're building muscle and it's the phase right before you go to max strength in in the nasm phases of training so shapes creating their own but it's based off of that so the next phase is max strength and when you do max strength you're not going to get a pump like how you would get in like you know hypertrophy you get like a pump from doing Mm -hmm. things like you can see it max strength you're not even you might not even sweat that much um but you're building muscle you're going like your two rep max your three rep max so this phase is preparing us for max for max strength i don't know if that's a good definition no it is it is like you elaborated on it more i was honestly just expecting <laughs> you to say oh well, hypertrophy is like strength building yeah okay well strength building to just to, to say that was a great way up. to unpack that yeah, yeah. It really, I really unpacked it <laughs> but awesome my shape uh coaches better be watching this <laughs> you have to be proud of me for that explanation put them on that was a great great breakdown um Becky, it was great meeting you. It was so cool to sit and talk and listen to your story and hear your philosophy and the good things you're doing. Um, Troy, anything for the people? No, I think we covered everything. Becca, where can we find you at? Um, Instagram, it's Becca Marshall. Last, the, the Marshall is M-A-R-S-H-A-A, so add an A, and then L-L-L, so add an L. 
I know. We'll do a story before we get okay. out of here and we'll tag <laughs> you. Click, it, click right. that name. <laughs> right on. It's an extra A and an extra L. Right on. So Instagram is the best place to find me. Don't, look, don't go on my TikTok. I did go viral a few <laughs> times, but not really want to talk. Don't really want to talk about it. Definitely searching for it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. I have like 14K on there, um, but I stopped making videos because it just got like, I got too addicted to it. Mm. I was like on it for hours on end and then certain videos went viral and I was like, this is weird. So they were like stupid ones too. So that's what TikTok is. TikTok is great, but it's like, it doesn't make sense. So awesome. Thank you everybody for checking in, being here for our first live and we're out of here. Deuces. I want to relax, relax, put my mind at ease. Good friends and good vibes. Now that's all I need. When life hurts, come down and flow to levity. Let your problems wash away into serenity. Whoa.